Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the show. I just wanted to start with a quick thank you to those people who've been taking a few moments to recommend the show and also add some five-star reviews. You've pushed us up into the Apple Top 10 for management podcasts in Ireland, New Zealand, Qatar and Tanzania, which is amazing. So thank you so much for doing that. I really hope you enjoyed listening to the last episode with Kip Popert. I found his optimism and drive so impressive and I know it's helped a lot of people who've had a tough start to the year. Well, this week I wanted to showcase the audio track from one of the weekly coaching videos that I send in to our subscribers for our digital platform, which has got all the learning materials and inspirational content from the 120 or so experts that we've interviewed. This one comes from Sir Dave Brailsford from Cycling, and it's a great strategy to develop and sustain high performance for us as individuals, but also a brilliant habit to develop within your teams. Here we go. We hear a lot about humility and learning being a key part of a high performance culture. Well, feedback plays a critical role here, but we need to be able to receive feedback as well as to give it. International cycling coach Sir Dave Brailsford talks about the importance of requesting and accepting feedback in today's insight. If we asked the question, am I right all the time? I'd go, well, no, of course I'm not right all the time. And then you say, well, how, how often do you think you're right? And I was like, well, I don't know, maybe 80% of the time or 70%, I don't know, 70% of the time, let's say. Then how do I know, if I think I'm right, how do I know when the 30% of the time that I'm wrong, how do I know that? Well, I'm not going to know unless somebody points it out to me. So I'm, I'd be an idiot to, to go through life and, and work thinking, right, I'm getting it right all the time, knowing full well I can't do. And if people will be, you know, unwilling to contribute, the, you know, to the debate of whether it's right or wrong, then, then, you know, I'll be in serious trouble. So I think, I think feedback is very, very healthy. And I think it's interesting that as a young, you know, when I was in my early 30s, I didn't like feedback at all. I thought I found it very, very uncomfortable. Um, I found it very, I became very insecure, that the, the idea that people didn't like me didn't like what I was doing, were critical of it, didn't believe it, whatever. I really, that used to throw me a lot, but I was, I was, I was pretty insecure with all of that. But then once you, once, you, once you start, actually, you know, it's like diving into a cold pool, you know, it's horrendous when you first go in, but actually, you know, after a while, you kind of get used to it. Um, and then you actually think, actually, this has got a real valid role to play. The thing, the thing about feedback is, and, 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 and real honest feedback is, who delivers it? And if you think the person's doing it in even in a passive kind of aggressive way, or it's done in any kind of way just to undermine, or there's a personal agenda, this is my opportunity to unstabilize you because you pissed me off whenever it was. If you think that, then it's not going to work. Um, so we, we've tried to move towards um, uh, peer review where a member of staff can choose two or three people that they, that they potentially quite friendly with, that they trust their opinion. And they generally think, well, if they tell me something about myself, there's probably some merit in it. Um, and then they sit down in quite, in quite um, uh, a non-formal environment. So they could go for a coffee at Starbucks, they could go to the pub and have a pint, you know, and they sit down together and they say, right, okay, let's have a look at, you know, how are you getting on? Yeah, and, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's quite informal, but it's actually quite, um, quite powerful. 
because I think when your people that you you think are on your side and really trust in you tell you, look, Dave, you know, you, you you're quite intense. If if it's not going well, which I get as feedback from myself, I say, look, you know, when when things, you know, when we're not winning, or you don't think it's going to go well, you can give off this air of of intensity that puts everybody on edge. So you know, you've got to work on that. You've really got to work on that. And I'm thinking, like, God, no, I don't. You know, I'm just standing there thinking. You know, I can't believe it. it's just rubbish. You know, but then you think, God, why would they say that? And then you start thinking about it. And then you you start to really think. You know, when you're in a real pressurised situation and things aren't going well, how do you react? And um, and that's quite an interesting thing. You know, and, but you've got to have people around you to do that. And I found that actually that that sort of nearly informal feedback from the right people seems to be far more powerful than a formalised, right, we're going to do a 360, we're going to get our paper out, we're going to do an analysis, etc, etc. Um, because a lot of people don't like it because they feel threatened, they feel under attack, and they feel insecure about it. And that then is they're just going to be avoiding the, the what they don't want to hear and, and avoiding anything that's going to really make them think that they're really um, on an insecure footing rather than thinking about, yeah, yeah, you're probably right there, you know, I do do that, that's true. I, got, I need to amend my behaviour there. I love Dave's point about feedback, feeling like you're diving into an icy cold pool, but we just can't create a high performance culture without it. So here are some tips for you to harness the benefits of feedback for yourself and for your team. Firstly, there's that intent. Someone's got to take the lead to ask for feedback or to request some advice. So why can't that be you this week? We need to make it as specific as possible because that's going to make it much easier for those people providing it. For example, if you just say, give me some feedback, that's quite an open and difficult thing for somebody to start on. But if you say, can you give me some feedback about the way I present in this next meeting? That really helps people. When people give us feedback, we need to recognise their good intentions and hold back on that urge to jump in, uh, you know, and defend ourselves. So we really need to hear it. And we need to keep everything very task focused rather than being very personal. But we can ask questions to clarify exactly what they saw or exactly what they mean, because we need to get confidence and clarity as we walk away. We don't need to walk away feeling vague about what we need to do next. And then maybe that final point is about trying to look for wider perspectives, more people who can give us feedback from different reference points, because the people that get feedback are definitely going to accelerate and achieve success much faster. So I guess the key thing is to come away with two or three very practical things from these trusted advisors that can help you to improve on specific areas of your performance so you can make your impact even better in the future. So I hope that resonated with you as you look to unlock more potential in your organisation in 2024. I'm working with lots of companies at the moment who are really getting people to think and behave differently as they try and stretch out their ambitious targets or get people to work in a different way and attack their market. So if you need any support, you can either drop me an email through to hello at sportingedge.com or visit sportingedge.com and have a look at all our services and content. Thanks so much for listening today and good luck with that feedback. I'll see you soon.